Hello everybody. Welcome to another episode of Wisdom Speaks. Hope everybody out there today is having a blessed day. And I am believing and praying that this moment or these few words would be an encouragement to you on your journey. Today I want to share with you um, a a devotional um, from one of my um, personal favorites that um, I routinely um, partake in. It's from the Version Bible app. And this particular um, devotion is written by Jordan Raynor. Very good and insightful. It says, um, well, the topic of it is set your boundaries. It's about setting boundaries in place when it comes to your time and the value of your time. All right, let's, let's dive into it a little bit. It says, throughout the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, they repeatedly note the amount of times that Jesus spent in solitude, away from the disciples, the crowds, and the busyness of his ministry, Jesus had boundaries. That's interesting because we understand, you know, when Jesus came out in, um, in full ministry, I mean, every day people were there. Um, wanting and desiring and needing of him different things for their lives. And in the midst of this, Jesus routinely, the Bible speaks that he would um, steal away um, and spend quiet time before the Lord. All right. So throughout, so Jesus, likewise, if we are to effectively manage our time and make our greatest contribution to the world, we too must establish clear boundaries with our schedule and our time. So like Jesus, we should start by allocating regular time for prayer and study of God's word. Most of us are used to the idea of tithing our money, but what about our time? So like like Jesus has said the example, we too should consider if we have not already started um, to Give a put aside or spend quality time before the Lord um, in seeking His face for guidance and direction for our life on a daily basis. And um, this author used the scenario of um, paying tithes. You know, uh, most Christians or believers um, have the routine of paying tithes of whatever God blessed them with. And how? And he's saying, how about your time? How much do your time? that do you give unto the Lord? What about a tenth of your time? That first portion, first thing in the morning at the beginning of your day to set set aside quality time to spend with the Lord um, for guidance and direction, for strength for the day. And I like the idea of that, all right? So if we fill our schedules and demands um, with demands for work, home and then try to find time to spend um, the study of God's word, we are are setting ourselves up for failure. Okay, so if we put everything else in place without setting God first, you're setting yourself up for failure. So once we set aside time for God, spend the time in his word, spend time before him in prayer, seeking direction and guidance for our day, then we have a better chance of living a more fruitful and productive life and day. 
Trust me, if you don't do that and you just go about your day and, and thinking that time is going to eventually fall in place for God, no, especially not in these times that we're living in. Life itself is so busy, you have to make it a priority and, and, and put aside time, put God first. All right? So everyone should determine, everyone should take time to determine what time you would, you would tithe or give exclusively to, to prayer and the study of God's word on a daily basis. Once you have set aside, once you've set clear boundaries in your schedule for spiritual disciplines, it can be helpful to take a similar approach to budgeting your time at home and at work. So once you've done that and have that in place, then you can also go to the point of prioritizing the time that you spend um, doing work and then priority, pr prioritizing the time that you spend for family and your loved ones. So all those things are important. So, and I like, I like how Jordan, the author, explains this. Let me share with you what he says about himself. He says, for me, a regular routine helps me um, to keep my work-life balanced and in check. Nearly every day, I head to the office about 4.45 a.m. and I arrive back home at 4 p.m. This predictable schedule gives me a clear boundary within which I force myself to concentrate on my work. Is my work ever done? Of course not. But that would be true if I leave 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock, or even 10 o'clock in the night. There is no such thing as getting it all done. Having a hard line in my schedule for the end of my day at the office ensures that I have plenty of time to spend with my family, my wife, my kids, and even my church family. And I love that. And you know, my mind goes back to my time um, when I was working in industry. I'm a chef and I work, I used to work at um, the largest hotel here on the island. And I, when it comes to work, I believe in excellence. I put, I, I believe in putting um, my best foot forward and doing the best that I can. And I could remember I used to go to work two hours ahead of my scheduled time. Just the idea of accomplishing the things that I know needed to be done. Because most of the times, a lot of jobs are set up in a way that they give you responsibilities that you are responsible for and they're required of you. And then on top of that, there's different things coming at you from all direction that they expect for you to do, to do throughout the day. Now, mind you, the things that they throw at you throughout the day are important, but yet at the end of the day, they're looking back to the bottom line for the things that you're responsible for. So God gave me the wisdom that I would go ahead um, of time. I would spend hours ahead of time that I'm required to be to work to get out the mean things that I was responsible for that even as I go to the rest of my shift, I was able to, to handle the day-to-day -day handling of what people require of me. And that was a blessing and a benefit to me. All right? So, and the thing is, like he said, when work is done, work is done. Don't allow work to take up your whole life. Some of us have the hab have a habit of, you know, the shift end at three o'clock, but then still because of the kind of day that you had, you go home 
and, and you carry the burden of that day behind you. Your spouse asks you, how was your day? And that was like an open door for you to just pour it all on her. You, you begin to rant and, and talk about this wasn't right. And I don't like how this one deal with this and, and all kind of things. And when you look, it's like that cloud from your day um, engulfed the rest of your evening, all of your children time, all of your the time, the quality time that you, you probably should have been spending with your wife. You spend mourning and complaining about your day. You got to be careful about stuff like that. Let work end at work. All right. Maybe it's important, you know, at the end of a shift to find, to spend a few moments, um, find something that, that relieves the tension of that day. Whether you just lay off in a lazy chair and, and watch the news for a few moments or whatever bring, brings comfort to you. For some people, that may, they, they need to, you know, for guys, you know, maybe you need to go um, for an hour on the basketball court with the guys and just relieve that stress and tension of the day. And then you're able to better deal with your wife and better deal with your children, stuff like that. But that's important. You got to be sure that you're not carrying the stress of that day um, into the rest of your evening to the point where you wake up the next morning, you're not refreshed. And it's like, it's just a continual cycle of, of the disturbance of work. All right. You got to be careful of that. You got to prioritize and, and put the, everything in its place and, 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 and keep it in its place. All right. Okay. Let's move on a little bit more. Um, I'm, I'm almost there. And it says, if you don't take time to set boundaries in your schedule, someone else will for you. So that means that if you don't take the necessary time to set boundaries, life itself the demands of people will overtake your life. All right. And even I, I can remember a scripture with Jesus where he um, healed Peter, mother-in-law, and he, he, he did great works in that town. And on the following, after, after, at the end of that day, he, he steal away and spent time with the Lord. And on the following day, his disciples came and said, Master, um, the people are looking for you. In other words, they were ready for him to do the same works all over again. There were sick people that still needed to be healed. All right. But Jesus, Jesus' response to them was, no, let's, I have need to go to the next town. You get that? So in spite of what um, people may have been um, demanding or, or looking for him to do, his focus was, was on um, purpose. What was God's um, agenda for him? And if you don't understand God's agenda for you, you'll be swayed to and fro with the agenda of others. And trust me, there's no satisfaction, there's no peace, and there's no contentment in that. You only find fulfillment when you're in line with purpose, with God's plan for your life. Okay, so those are my encouraging words to you today. You got to um, prioritize your life. You got to set boundaries in every area of your life. First of all, putting first things first, all right? And that's um, your quality time, spending with the Lord. And then when it comes to work, you got to set boundaries. Let work be work. Set boundaries where you give um, specific um, allocated time to work. And when that's done, you got to know how to shut that off. And then when it comes to your family time, when it comes to spending time with your spouse, that's just as important. You don't overlook that. You spend the necessary time to build relationship um, with your wife. 
all right and likewise the same thing with your children all these things are important to um, accomplishing or, or having a, a fruitful and a bountiful for life you be encouraged today allow wisdom to speak into your heart 